Welcome to Scatter Travel TV. I'm your host, Debbie Gerber. I am excited today to talk about bucket lists. You know, we've talked a little bit about talk, about doing the show with a niche toward boomer and senior travel because that's the age I'm in. I have to show you. This is me when I'm working. See, I'm in the age group where you start to need glasses. Maybe your hearing's not as good as it was. Hopefully that's just because you don't want to listen to somebody, but you know, we start to have these little issues, and so we're going to try to solve some of those that deal with travel. Now, I only need these for reading, so I'm going to take them off for you. Uh, I just thought that was kind of funny that no one ever sees me in my glasses because I have on my TV face right now. The funny thing about getting to be boomers and seniors is that there are things that we have wanted to do all our life. And then here we start to get a little bit older and we start to wonder, are we ever going to get to do those things that we really wanted to do? I have to tell you a little story about my mother-in-law. She always wanted to go to Africa on a safari. Now, she traveled with my father-in-law all over the world, but she wanted to go to Africa. And it was one place that he had no desire to go, not for any particular reason, he just didn't really want to go there. There were other places that he would rather go, and so they went to those places instead together. It was really sad um, that we lost him a few years ago, and then mom had to make decisions on traveling. Would she go anymore? Would she want to travel by herself? But she liked to travel with the family, and she still liked to see the world. And so we talked to her about going on the one trip that she hadn't gone on that was at the top of her bucket list, and that was an African safari. So we made arrangements for all of her uh, sons and daughters and their spouses to go on a trip to Africa. It was awesome. We did a lot of research because Africa is a very expensive place to go because you want to go and see the animals, and so you have to go on tours that, you know, will take you to the places and see the animals that you want to go and see. We wanted to do a tour that everything was already taken care of. Africa was not a place that we really wanted to do on our own or find out where to go by ourselves. So we did a lot of studying, and we finally chose a company. We chose Gate One. I felt that they had a very well-organized tour as well as it was economical as far as for what you got. We went uh, to Johannesburg first. The first thing that we had to consider was, what are you going to pack? Now, we could take two suitcases apiece on this trip without a fee because it was international flight. But then we had to think, do we really want to drag two suitcases around everywhere you go? You have to consider those things because Suitcases are heavy, and you may not have elevators, which some of the hotels didn't have. And do you really want to lug your luggage up? Although at most of these hotels, they did have people there to help us with luggage. Like I said, it was very well organized. But we chose to each take one suitcase with us as well as a carry-on. We also had to look at the weather. What would South Africa be like in July? Where we're at, 
It was really nice and cozy warm. We were in the 90s, so it was warm where we were. But going to South Africa, had we dressed in our shorts, would have frozen to death. Well, maybe not frozen to death, but it was colder there by quite a bit. So you need to look at the weather for the place you're going because Africa, you would assume, at least I would have, that the weather would be very warm. It was not. We were in about the 60s, 50s, 60s, and so it was chilly, especially if you were out in the evening in an open vehicle or early, early morning in an open vehicle. So knowing your weather is important when you travel. We also needed to know what kind of clothing to wear as far as shoes went. Would we be hiking? Would we be sitting on a bus all day? Sometimes those things make a difference in the clothing that you wear. So we made the preparations according to those things. We also took things that they suggested. They told us to bring a flashlight. They asked us to bring a bug spray as there might be bugs there. We checked into uh, whether or not we needed immunizations of any kind. Did we need to go to our health authorities and get shots? There were a few that were suggested, which we all went and did. Again, I talked about this before. Some of these places you need to make plans ahead of time because some of these shots can take, are taken in a series of anywhere from three months to a year in advance. So you need to make sure that you have done that so that you have the time period to do that with. We made the arrangements in uh, December for the following July. Most of the tour companies will take a deposit and then they have different payment times throughout the year so that you can make payments on your tour, especially where it's one of the more, uh, at least it's one of the more expensive ones that we've been on. So we packed our suitcases and then prepared for our long flight. The flight is a very long flight. We flew from um, where we are to Atlanta, Georgia. Then we had a layover there. And then we flew from there to Johannesburg. That's a long flight. I was really glad that we took earplugs so that we could get some sleep and an eye mask so that we could get some sleep because that's a long flight and we wanted to be up and prepared. The other thing is is that you get really stagnant. Your muscles will kind of get tired. Uh, my legs swell up from just sitting. It's a really good idea to get up and move or at least um, do some chair exercises on the plane to keep your blood moving in your legs. Uh, so that, you know, you don't get that swelling. And it can be, there's some danger to that, to sit for that many hours and not get up and move around. I think we were somewhere around here for 16 or 18 hours. It was a long flight. We also took some snacks with us and made sure that we drank water, which was, uh, again, another healthy thing for you to do. When we landed in Johannesburg, we were met by the Gate 1, uh, tour company, and they had a bus waiting to take us to the hotel. It was, the city was really large. Uh, I had read a lot about it and thought that, that it might be kind of a scary place to be. Again, a good reason to be on a tour bus where 
the people that are taking on the tour know the areas that you should be in as a tourist and those that you probably should not. Uh, the people were very nice and very friendly. We were taken to the hotel and there was my first really big surprise. I don't know why, but I didn't expect it to be so very modern and so very nice. It was a beautiful hotel. Uh, it, it is gorgeous. Here's a picture of it. It is just a wonderful hotel. And they had this funny little thing. They had these apples. And they were on these little silver holders that held an apple in your room. And there were apples uh, at the desk and, and places for you to have an apple if you'd like. And I thought that was just kind of a really cool thing. But beautiful, modern, very modern, very contemporary furniture. Kind of furniture I'd like to take home with me and have in my house. Uh, it, it was very nice. The Gate One people also had a meeting, which we all met and we were given our tags. We were given instructions so that we would know when to meet. Uh, what the schedules were going to be. It, it was a really good laid out plan so that we had the schedules down and knew exactly where we'd be and what to do and what to expect. Uh, it was also great because a good deal of our food was in, our meals were included, so our food was included. So we also didn't have to worry about whether we were eating places that would be healthy for us or not, as well as it was just included, so you didn't have to worry about it. It was going to cost a lot extra for the food. Food choices were excellent. I thought that everywhere we ate was uh, really well picked. Now, we went to Africa to see the safari and the animals. What I didn't realize is the amount of history that we were going to learn. I was very busy at the time and not feeling too well when we planned this trip. And so I didn't do my usual research that I would have done on the history and uh, the details of the areas that we were going to go to. So I was quite surprised by the amount of history that was in the South Africa areas that we went to. The first day, we drove around Johannesburg area and saw some of the things in that area. But the highlight of the day was out to Soto. Uh, this is the home, or the former home, of President Tutu, as well as Nelson Mandela. Now, Nelson, Nelson Mandela is someone that I had heard about, but really hadn't paid attention to my history well enough to know a lot about him. I knew that he was uh, a great person in, in the lives of the people there. And so going to his home and learning his history and what he went through in order to be a help to his people was really quite impressive and, and really a highlight of the trip for me. We went to his home and even even though he was such a great help, he was even attacked. There was, um, you could see even the holes of the bullet holes where people had shot at him uh, and his house there. And they had this, some of his sayings and his creeds up on the walls and and around the places. So you got to know him a little bit better and understand what he went through. I also understood then that his wife was a great part of that history and what went on. That she was a fabulous woman with a very strong belief and uh, fight for what she felt was right as well. Some of the things that really helped us as far as uh, the boomer senior thing is that I remembered to take my glasses. 
Now, I don't know, but I can't ever seem to find my glasses. They're always sitting somewhere except on my head. Although, you know that old story where Grandma's got her glasses up here, and she's looking and looking and looking, and she can't find her glasses anywhere. She's, where's my glasses? Where's my glasses? And the grandson says, Grandma, they're on your head. Well, sometimes that's what I feel like. I can't find the things that I have, especially my glasses. So I made a great effort on this trip because I knew I wouldn't be able to get another pair to take my glasses and have them put in a place that I would have them all the time. Uh, some people like to put them on, you know, the little carrier, the little cord things that hang around their necks so that they can always find them. I happen to like to stick them in my purse where I will have them. And so I made an effort to make sure that I had more than one pair of glasses because I can talk to you on camera and I can drive without glasses. But if I have to read something, like going to Nelson Mandela's house and reading all the little plaques and going to the museums and reading all the things, or even reading the daily program of events for the day, would have left me uninformed because I would not have been able to see that. So make sure that you're well equipped with those things that make it easier for you and comfortable for you when you travel. So if you need glasses, take probably more than one pair. If you need contacts, take more than one pair and take solution with you as sometimes those things aren't easy to find. It's a good idea to take a first aid kit. Again, the things that we carry in our first aid kits aren't necessarily those that are available where you travel to. And so you might want to take those things. If you have certain vitamins that you take, especially medications, you have to have those with you. And you carry them on your person. You do not put them in a checked luggage. Because you don't want to get somewhere like South Africa and go looking for a doctor or a pharmacist to get you your medication. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Debbie Gerber. I'd love to have you come visit our website, www.scattertravel.tv. You can book travel there. There's a wonderful, wonderful guide there. Uh, it's called a Journey Planner that you can get that will help you plan your journeys. There is also a free packing list that gives you all kinds of just really neat things that will help you if you'll pack them to make your life easier. It's a bunch of little things, again, that make the trip better. If it's on your bucket list, you want it to be pretty close to perfect so that you will love that you got to do it.